Good morning. Today is Thursday, December 23rd, 2021. As some of you know, Israel's current closure to visitors affects me personally. We had tickets to go to Israel earlier this month. Those plans obviously are on hold. And I am desperate to visit my mother in particular. Uh, she lives alone. I have not seen her in two and a half years now. And so uh, this closure has a tremendous personal effect for me. Earlier this week, Rabbi Warren Goldstein, who is the chief rabbi of South Africa, gave an interview that was published in the Jerusalem Post. I do not know Rabbi Goldstein personally, though I think highly of him based on what I do know. And here is what he said in this interview in the Jerusalem Post. He said that Israel's border closure to foreign Jews, meaning diaspora Jews, Jews out, living outside of Israel, is a moral disgrace. And the country must reverse the ban or risk long-term damage to the country's relationship with diaspora Jews. He said that Israel's draconian entry regulations were dividing families and undermining the very reason for the state's existence to be a state for the Jewish people. He said, the government must apply the same rules to Israeli passport holders as to other Jews, diaspora Jews. By doing what it is doing, the government is saying to Jews outside of Israel, you are not part of us. We are not part of you. And our borders are locked to you. He said further, it's a moral disgrace and cannot be defended on grounds of medical safety. The future sustainability and success of Israel depend on if it fulfills the reason for its existence, that is to be a Jewish state. If you violate the Jewish identity of the Jewish state, if you take away its reason for being, that is a strategic threat to the state of Israel. They have no moral or spiritual right to deny Jews entry into the land of Israel. You can't have a situation in which Israelis have all the privileges, diaspora Jews have nothing, and then afterwards go back to normal as if nothing happened. That's Rabbi Goldstein published in this past Sunday's Jerusalem Post. It is certainly true that COVID has created a wedge between Israel and diaspora Jews, as it has created many other wedges 
And it is true that sometimes Israel's rules change very quickly and not so clearly sometimes. And on occasion, they are implemented in a heavy-handed manner. But because Rabbi Goldstein has published his comments in such a public manner in an international forum, I feel they require a public response. I saw this quote recently. A lot of people make this mistake. A lot of Jews make this mistake. Israel is a country, not a shtibel. And the bottom line is that Israel's primary responsibility is the health and the safety of those who have committed to making their lives there. The government has to make decisions that lower the risk of spreading a deadly virus. Non-citizens cannot possibly have the same rights and benefits as citizens as they do not share the same obligations. We do not pay taxes. We do not serve in the IDF. We do not face daily security threats. Clearly, we who live outside of Israel cannot possibly be entitled, entitled to all of the benefits and privileges of Israeli citizenship. Though, keep in mind, Israeli citizenship is open to every single Jew in the world. Make Aliyah. It's open to everybody. I say this to Rabbi Goldstein, and I say it to myself. Make Aliyah. And then you'll be entitled to come at any time. One of my colleagues, Rabbi Eitan Holzer, wrote a response. And I think that he expressed himself in a very, very beautiful manner. And he gave me his permission to share with you excerpts from what he wrote. He wrote that Israel is like a spouse. And he used the term, it's like a relationship between husband and wife, the relationship between diaspora Jewry and Israel. And of course, you could use the terms interchangeably, wife and husband, however you prefer it. But I'm using the terms that he used for the purpose of expressing this idea. The relationship between husband and wife, as expressed by our sages to reach a goal of Shalom Bayes, is Ohev Kegufo Umachabda Yosir Megufo, to love the other as much as I love myself and to honor the other more than I love myself. A wife for a husband, and a husband for a wife. But this is how he wrote it. A wife is an entity in a hostile world that has committed herself to us. The only one who will be there for us with arms and doors open on that darkest of days, which we desperately hope will never again come. But know 
that in some form will. One who sacrificed so much of her own comfort and safety and future and possibilities so that we living here could be out in the world feeling safe and comfortable. One about whom we know that we are someday, hopefully, destined to be together. A mature husband has disagreements with his wife, but never in public. He tries always to view her actions favorably, to be dan the kavschus, to build a case for her being the best in the world, the best for him, never to build the opposite sort of case, to mire himself in resentment and recrimination. We bestow goodness upon Israel because we love her, not because we expect her to provide goods and services in return, and we repay her kindnesses and never hurt. Just as in Ashes Chayil, we read, Gemalasu tov velora kol chayeha, that a woman of valor does good and not evil all of the days of her life. And if we are sick and contagious and she tells us to keep our distance because she can't afford to be sick, because how will she be able to drive carpool and get the groceries and do the laundry in the morning and then cook for Shabbos? A mature husband doesn't berate her or stew in resentment or complain to his other friends in international op-eds or contrive a list of perceived wrongs that she has done? What do any of these accomplish but to drive the other spouse further away? What does it teach our children? If you love someone, why would you want to hurt them? I respect Rabbi Warren Goldstein for his Torah learning and for much of his leadership. But I disagree with his comments on this subject and his decision to publicize them so widely. Though it affects me personally and in a very emotional way, I support Israel's measures to protect its citizens and I look forward to being able to be there soon. My friends, I want to wish you a great day and I look forward to seeing all of you very soon in person and certainly my family and my friends in Israel in person very soon.